Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, this week we have some very exciting FIFA World Cup qualifiers in the European stage. And ladies and gentlemen, what's basically the most exciting part is that the likes of Portugal... And going against Turkey, Italy versus North Macedonia, Sweden versus the Czech Republic, Wales versus Austria, and you know what? And the best part of the whole thing is, is the fact that between Italy and Portugal, one out of those two will not be going to Qatar later this year. But this particular episode, I'm going to be previewing Portugal versus Turkey. And there will be episodes previewing uh, Sweden versus the Czech Republic as well as Italy versus North Macedonia. But Portugal versus Turkey. Very, very interesting indeed because Turkey is absolutely 250% determined to qualify for the World Cup for the first time since 2002. And And who will ever, ever, ever forget... That back in 2002, when Turkey went on to finish in third place. And that was 20 years ago. Imagine if Turkey can somehow, someway, miraculously, and I do mean miraculously qualify. Just imagine the magical run that they have the great potential to do. If Portugal loses to Turkey... And then Turkey goes on to beat Italy miraculously to qualify for the tournament. Turkey is probably going to have to be heavily regarded as the dark horse of the tournament. At least one of them. And perhaps a Cinderella team because eliminating Portugal and sending them home. And then somehow beating beating Italy or, or miraculously North Macedonia. If North Macedonia were to pull off that miracle, Turkey would already be on the Cinderella run. Now... As far as Turkey versus Portugal goes, you know, the fact that Portugal find themselves in this very serious, delicate situation 
You know, I've said this time and time again. They have nobody to blame but themselves because in the final two games of the of the qualifiers in their group, they could have easily, and I mean easily, win the group and secure on an automatic spot. But damn it, they did not do it. They decided to be arrogant. They decided to underestimate their opponent. They decided to basically blow it off like it was no major challenge. And there is a hefty price of being arrogant. And Portugal knows that better than anybody. Maybe I know right now the question is who was more who was more arrogant and unprepared in their final two games? Was it Italy or Portugal? Especially Italy, because the fact that Italy are the current reigning defending European champions. So for Italy to go from winning the European title to not even winning their group and having to fight out in the playoffs with a serious risk of failing to qualify for the World Cup for the second consecutive time, that would be a disaster for the Asuri. But that's for that's for the next episode. But in Portugal's case, the matter is not really much different. Some say it might not be different at all, but there's some different, slight differences. But you know, we do, we do not have to get in those kinds of glory details, quite frankly. All right. Well, looking at the group again, you know, because you know, I always have to study. You know, Portugal when they lost that final game to Serbia. Oh boy, you know, and the fact that it was so shocking, so shocking. That it had to end in, in, in such a way. Because the fact of the matter is, Portugal took the lead within two minutes of the game. And then about 30 minutes later, Serbia ties. And then in the 90th minute, a player by the name of Aleksandar Mitrovic gives Serbia the lead. And that is the game winner. You see, Portugal got ahead but could not build up on that. They should have just kept going. You do not ever, ever... Take your foot off the gas pedal. Even if you score within two minutes, you keep fighting as if the, your life depends on it. Okay? Because quite frankly, it does. You do not take off your your foot off the gas pedal. Even if you're up 5-0 to zero within 20 minutes, you keep playing hard. You just don't stop. Okay? In Portugal, just, you know, whether it's arguable whether Portugal did take their foot off the gas pedal or they just could not get anything more going, the bottom line is... Portugal was embarrassed, Serbia was resilient, they remained focused, and it paid off big time for them. Serbia is in the World Cup already. And the game before that, the previous game, the fact that Portugal could not, and I mean could not beat the Republic of Ireland on the road, well, was embarrassing. And I got the stats from that, from that game too. I mean, Ireland was giving them all sorts of trouble. <laughs> you know... Even though Ireland you know, couldn't score any goals on their own, you know, it's a shame. You know, imagine if Ireland, imagine if Ireland had won that game and then Portugal went on to lose that game, also go on to lose the game against Serbia. You know, who knows? Who knows how, how things would have happened? It probably would have been the same because because you know Ireland, you know, finishes with two wins. It would be extremely embarrassing for Portugal to lose two games consecutively to finish the group and to finish second. When first place could have easily been theirs, but it didn't happen. It did not happen. Alright. So now we got a little bit through Portugal. Now we're going to talk a little bit about Turkey you know, and, their, and their standings, you know. F finishing out with a couple of win much needed wins, you know. You know after, you know, in, in, match, in their sixth match of the, uh, of the World Cup qualifying, when they lost to the Netherlands 6-1... You know, they would go on to tie against Norway, but then they would actually finish out 
the final three games with wins, you know, beating Latvia on the road and then beating Gibraltar at home within a final two oh, two to one win on the road against Montenegro. You know, Turkey had to find that resilience to st to stay in it because, but in t in Turkey's case, you know, you know the fact that you know Nor that Norway, you know, you know, have Turkey lost another game and had Norway gone on a winning streak, Norway would be playing Portugal right now and not Turkey. So, so Turkey, you know, this after losing bad to the Netherlands, it, it, it could have been worse. But you know, they regrouped and they got it together, and then you know, they had they earned their way, you know, to the playoffs, and they still have a chance, you know, to to qualify for the World Cup. But it would be some freaking miracle. But anything could happen at this point. Let's be honest. You know, looking at the stats uh, from the uh, from the European uh, World, World Cup qualifiers, you know, Harry Kane was, you know, and Memphis Depay both were the top scorers. But you know, look looking at that, you know, you know I'm I'm sort of curious to know, you know, the fact that that, that you know Ronaldo was isn't even in the top uh, category for goals. You know, I mean, not sure to, not sure exactly what to say about it, but but you know, a Turkish player actually, you know, had a was actually in, in the in the top category for assists as well. So, but you know, the bottom line is at this point, you know, Portugal, you know, it's it's make or break for them now, you know, because you know I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up uh, you know, the playoff scenario system because I have it right here. Okay, you know, and I mentioned earlier that based on how this thing is is going, either Italy or Portugal will not qualify for the World Cup. <laughs> you know, because you know. Portugal is also in path C, but again, uh, okay. And basically, if Portugal beats Turkey, they have to play the winner of the Italy versus North Macedonia game. So imagine this: on, on the 29th next week, we could possibly see, we're going to see Portugal versus Italy, and the loser fails to qualify. I mean, <laughs> well, that that certainly got me excited big time. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. So, but honestly, now that we get to this point, you know. I don't want to take anything away from Turkey, but at the same time, I've you know the criticism to Portugal. You know, honestly, as talented and as as loaded as Portugal is, you know anything could happen. I mean, just imagine if Turkey somehow pulls it off. You know, now at this point, you know Ronaldo is really beginning to be at the final stage of his career. You know, Ronaldo, who I believe recently turned thirty-seven years old. You know. Just imagine if, in Ronaldo's case, if Ronaldo's international career were to end with Portugal failing to qualify for the World Cup. You know, I'd imagine that if this were to happen, Ronaldo would delay his retirement from international duty because I know, if I know Ronaldo the way I do, and I know him pretty damn well, not personally, of course, but, you know, we all know Ronaldo if you love soccer. There's no way that Ronaldo would end his international career on those kinds of terms. There's no way he would end it like this. So, I mean, but moving forward, you know, because like I said, he's 37. And, you know, by the time that the qualifiers for the 2026 World Cup start, you know, who knows where he'll be at that, at that point of his life or career, if his career is still there. I mean, who knows if he'll still be playing domestic soccer in Europe. I mean, everybody's teasing the fact that he's going to go to the United States to play for Major League Soccer. I mean, hey, it could happen, but... Uh, but, you know, who knows how much money that's going to cost a team to sign him because, you know, Ronaldo, you know, the accomplishments and everything. I mean, R Ronaldo has the power and, uh, you know, has the power and the advantage and everything uh, to, uh, to to demand a certain amount of money. I mean, hey, if Ronaldo were to sign with an MLS team, 
all the tickets that would sell, all the the jerseys that would sell and everything, you know, the media and everything. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo Ronaldo does have that power. So, but going at, at, at this point, really, if, if we're being serious, I mean, again, I can't just easily pick Portugal because Turkey is a pretty damn good is a pretty damn good team. I mean, again, they want to qualify for the first time since 2002. But in order to do it, they have to beat two of the biggest heavy European heavyweights. Because, you know, but imagine if they do. Imagine if, if Turkey beats Portugal. And then and, and then and whoever they face, if they whether they face Italy, I mean, even though it's very likely to be Italy, you know. But just imagine, Turkey beats Portugal. Italy's got to understand, okay, this team beat Portugal. I mean... We've already taken a couple of teams lightly, and now and look where we are now. We're in the playoffs. We, we should have we should have automatically been qualified because we we should have won the group. So I mean, honestly, even though I'm I'm actually gonna make my prediction, I'm picking Portugal to win. I got Portugal winning two to zero, but I would not be surprised if Turkey forces Portugal like if Tur if Turkey you know changes the outcome of this result, even though like that, but. I guess what I'm saying is, even though I'm picking Portugal to win 2-0, to zero, I would not be surprised if Turkey played hard, challenged Portugal. I mean, hell, I, I am not even going to rule out the, the strong possibility of the upset of the century. I mean, except if, if Turkey does that and then they, they manage to do it again against Italy, I mean, they go from pulling the upset, the upset of the century to doing it again, but this time it's under better circumstances. But at this point, regardless of the situation... There's just no way in hell that you can count Turkey out of the equation. You just can't. I mean, anything could happen, but because this game is, I, I believe, will be played. Yes, it will be played in in Portugal. You know, Portugal's got the ho home field advantage. But again, you know, the fact that P Portugal, you know, recently the, how the the group, the you know, the qualification in the in that group ended. You know, Portugal at, at this point has no excuse. They got to get it done. But at the same time, they're going to have their hands full against Turkey. But again, I'm sticking to my guns. I got Portugal winning 2-0. to zero. And then we're going to see who wins between Italy and North Macedonia. And if it's Italy, which is more than likely to be, I mean, we're going to have a hell of a main event. I mean, that's going to be, some, that's going to be a match that I'm going to want to sit down and observe every second of that game. Italy and Portugal. One of those two will not, and I repeat, will not be going to Qatar for the 2022 World Cup. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.